Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. One, welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl Podcast. We're excited uh, to finally be talking about Washington Leadership Conference. It seems like it's been so long since the conference was offered. I'm glad to, to be moving forward and get kids back um, and, and advisors back um, to this to this great conference that is literally life-changing for a kid. So uh, with us today, we have Justin Davis. Um, Justin, before we get into WLC talk, can you introduce yourself and let listeners know kind of your role at National FFA and your involvement with Washington Leadership Conference? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, Nikki, and thanks, Brianna, for uh, taking some time to chat with me today. Uh, I'm Justin Davis. I serve as a program specialist at the National FFA organization. And as a program specialist, uh, I'm responsible for the general execution of conferences. Um, so alongside my teammates and program partners, this includes our educational content, um, the curriculum of our events, as well as logistical management of our leadership development programs. Specifically um, at National FFA, I work, of course, with the Washington Leadership Conference. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but I also work with the National FFA Delegate Experience, the FFA Member Leadership Series, uh, as well as, like I said, the Washington Leadership Conference. And specifically, when we talk about WLC, I manage the content, the curriculum, and the educational aspect of that program. And then my teammate, um, who is a program manager, her name is Stephanie Kappas. She works as our logistical manager. So anything from uh, hotel contracts and pricing and registration, those types of things, that's where that's where her wheelhouse is. Uh, the two of us work together, though, to ensure that um, our students and stakeholders have a wonderful experience and summer at Washington uh, at the Washington Leadership Conference. And we're so excited to be bringing that back uh, this year for the summer of 2022. Awesome. And I am really excited to talk about Washington Leadership Conference today because um, I'm excited to bring my students this summer. And it's one of my favorite memories from FFA. Um, so that being said, what can teachers and students expect from Washington Leadership Conference this summer? Yeah, we've already mentioned it once, right? But first of all, so excited that we're coming back this year. You know, unfortunately, in 2020 and in 2021, we had to cancel due to COVID-19. Um, so the last time that WLC took place was in 2019. And it is so refreshing to know that we're, we're bringing students back to our nation's capital. Uh, and we're just going to have an awesome summer. You know, WLC is what I like to call our premier leadership experience for students. Um, at WLC, students will experience the rich history of Washington, D.C., all while being guided to become change makers in their communities. Uh, Washington DC is our living, breathing classroom. So each day we focus on a new topic and visit a new location. Uh, students are ultimately challenged to determine a need in their communities um, and develop what we call a living to serve plan that they can take home and implement uh, everything they've learned um, at the conference. They can bring that back home and make a difference in their communities. It's also worth mentioning, though, that teachers can benefit from WLC, too. So we actually have a full-time staff member um, whose sole responsibility is to serve the teachers and chaperones who are going to be present this summer. Um, so this tends to vary each year, and that exact content's not 100% developed yet. Um, but we do know that there will be some um, teacher and advisor programming. Um, that 
again, varies, you know, uh, or excuse me, teachers are able to travel um, the, with the conference. So we're able to go see the monuments and all the different tours. But we also like to um, add in some professional development there too. So teachers are able to mingle and meet each other and um, hang out with all the other teachers present. So we have some really cool stuff coming this summer. Uh, and those are some of the, the highlights and some of the expectations that, that folks can look forward to if they, um, if they decide to come to Washington, D.C. this summer. Yeah, it's a, it's a full-on experience for students and teachers. I never got to go as a student, but as a teacher taking students and just seeing the impact that this one conference made. Um, and some of them had been to DC, but this, you can't replicate what WLC does um, for a kid and for a teacher. So I'm excited to, to see North Dakota students and students all over join again to figure out how they can really impact their communities mm -hmm. um, and be that change maker that you mentioned. So you mentioned COVID-19, we're coming back after a, a little hiatus. And first and foremost, your team is doing a, a phenomenal job. Um, their planning event of this magnitude cannot be easy. Plus following restrictions in a different you know, area. And so what, what modifications are, are being made this year um, that we probably wouldn't see in, in previous years? Um, so everybody listening, even if you've attended, it's pay close attention because Justin's got the T. Yeah, Nikki, I sure do. So I actually want to hit on two points with this. And first, um, let's get the COVID stuff out of the way, right? So um, effective um, March 1st of 2022, um, Washington, D.C. Uh, no longer requires proof of vaccination for guests. So as a result, WLC participants will not be required to show proof of vaccination. And as of right now, masking is still kind of up in the air. But what we do know about face masks and wearing masks during the conference is that as of right now, and I keep saying as of right now, we all know that things are changing. Um, the metro and city buses will require face masks. That could change um, as the summer moves forward. And as you all know, if you've ever been to um, WLC, we use the metro every single day. So as of right now, all of our participants would be required to wear a mask on the metro. Um, so that's really all there is um, to report in regards to COVID as of right now. Again, uh, I'm just going to keep saying that because we all know that things are ever changing. So that's the COVID stuff, the stuff that no one wants to talk about. If people do have specific questions about COVID-19 or about the health and safety of our students, they can reach out to us at um, wlc at ffa.org and we'd be happy to answer those specific questions um, as well. Now, the fun part uh, about those modifications, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but WLC is um, the curriculum itself is undergoing a complete refresh. Um, so a lot of the things that we're used to seeing are still happening, right? We're still going to all of those um, national monuments and museums, but we've also added in a couple of things uh, like the Smithsonian's, um, that's never been a part of the curriculum. So uh, we've always given students free time to travel to the Smithsonian museums if they wanted to, but this year we've actually built that into the curriculum. So students are gonna get to go to some of those Smithsonian museums and they kind of get a choice on which one they wanna go to. So I won't get too into the, the weeds there, um, but they'll get to choose and they'll get to explore and, and take that back to the conference and we'll really incorporate that into those living to serve plans that I talked about. Um, and we've also added some new, what we're calling pillars, so daily themes. Uh, those themes being explore, encourage, advocate, and serve, all of that coming down and culminating down to that living to serve plan that, that I've referred to a couple of times. So yeah, exciting stuff. Um, really, really excited to see our students experience this new and uh, refreshing curriculum that we have to offer for 2022. So 
you know, thinking about the programming, all those tours, they sound really awesome. Um, I think the question that a lot of teachers probably are wondering are, I guess, kind of twofold. So how much is it to send a student? And then what dates can they register for and where can they find all that information? About? Mm -hmm. Yeah, such a great question. Um, so I'll go over this pretty quickly, but also knowing that there are some resources that uh, we can provide um, on ffa.org slash WLC. All this information is there. Um, so be sure to check that out as well. But um, to answer that first part of the question, the cost, uh, for, the, for a student to attend Washington Leadership Conference, it is $1,030. Now that includes a shared room with up to three other WLC students of the same gender identification, all conference materials, a conference polo, a t-shirt, all meals throughout the week, transportation during the program. So I mentioned the Metro and, and some buses, uh, and then also all scheduled tours that we have as part of the curriculum as well. This does not include travel to and from Washington, DC. So that is one of those responsibilities that, uh, that folks would have to handle on their own. Now, teachers and chaperones, I also mentioned that there's some programming for them too. Um, there's several options that teachers and chaperones and advisors can, um, can choose from depending on which package they would like to purchase. So um, $1,145 would get a chaperone shared package where a chaperone would share the, a room with another um, chaperone for that week. $1,720 uh, is a single package for a chaperone. So all included tours, all that programming that I talked about, and then also a single room for that chaperone. And then there's also some additions. If folks would like to bring maybe a child or um, another guest or something, they can also add those on. All of that is included in our registration frequently asked questions document um, that you can find on ffa.org slash WLC. WLC runs throughout the entire summer, which is something cool. Um, and so we give students so many opportunities to attend and each week is identical in content. So it doesn't matter which week you come, you're gonna get the same conference. Um, but those weeks run from early June all the way to the end of July. Week one being uh, June 7th through 11th. And then um, each week after that, we have um, a week of WLC. We do take off the week of July 4th, obviously because it's a holiday, but then you also have to remember that we have some staff that are living out in Washington, DC, and we need to give them a break. So right there in the middle of the summer, that week of July 4th, we do take off a break, uh, a break week, and then we kick it back up that next week. So again, all of those dates uh, can be found in our registration, frequently asked questions, and you can access that through our general resources button um, on ffa.org slash WLC. So there's seven possible weeks, friends, mm -hmm. for you to take kids um, to this awesome conference. Um, so what are some must talk, like must talk about highlights yeah. for this year's conference? Because there's a lot of changes. Uh, we need to get people hyped because we have mm -hmm. not been, DC is missing the blue jacket. So what's the talk about items that we need to highlight today? Yeah, uh, and that is so true, Nikki, right? Like there's so many great things that happen at WLC and I could spend all day talking about all the things that I love about, about this conference. I wanna highlight a couple though. I mentioned it briefly, but those living to serve plans really are such an amazing thing that happened at, at Washington Leadership Conference. We have seen these students come to DC expecting a general regular old leadership conference or a tour of Washington DC and they leave with an impactful living to serve plan. Um, it's so inspiring to see the types of plans that these students come up with. They range from um, you know, hosting food drives in their homes and communities. And we've seen students start, um, start, start water, uh, like clean water initiatives in foreign countries, right? Like we have seen so many different things happen from these living to serve plans. And that is something that every single student um, takes home with them. And that's something that I really, really wanna highlight. 
My favorite part, or one of my favorite parts, I guess I should say, of WLC is the night tour. And I know that sounds so cliche, um, but if you've never been to Washington, D.C., first of all, seeing the monuments at any time of day is so great. But seeing the monuments at night, just at that perfect time, we call it the golden hour, I guess you could say, at that perfect time of night, but also surrounded by FFA jackets, by those blue jackets, and just seeing the National Mall filled up with blue jackets is such a cool moment. And I always love to kind of take a step back and just look at all the jackets standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Monument, or the World War II Memorial. It's such a breathtaking moment and something that um, I think people would absolutely love to see. And then we also, you know, we had those Lunas airplanes, right? But at the end of the week, we take what we've learned and we actually put it to action right there on site through what we through our service project. Uh, this year, we're partnering with Meals of Hope, uh, where students get to actually pack meals, um, and those meals go out into the community of Washington D.C. for those who uh, who need food. And so we we take what we've learned about service and we put that into action. And it is so cool to see students getting. Um, excited and passionate about everything that they've learned and, and putting it, putting that energy into packing those meals. Uh, and it's the energy in the room is it's breathtaking and it is so hard to describe, but it's such a cool moment. So those would be three big highlights, big things that I love or, you know, whatever it might be, right. But those are those things that I just love seeing. And I think that folks who attend WLC would, would also enjoy um, getting to see as well. Nikki, I'm going to put you on the spot here in a little bit, but my I would say my favorite part about WLC is the community and the connection that it builds. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times students walk into it going like, I don't really don't want to stay with students from other states. Like, I don't know who they are. Um, but I think at the end of the conference, students walk away with with three lifelong friends. Um, I still stay in touch with the three people that I stayed with when I went to WLC. Mm -hmm. And um, one of them actually is an ag teacher in Texas. So I see her around at National FFA conventions sometimes. And um, that's pretty cool, but also the community of those small groups that they get to interact with and, and learn along with and have that life-changing experience with too, I think is is really powerful um, part of WLC as well. Mm -hmm. um, but Nikki, you, you experienced it as an advisor. What is your favorite part about bringing students? Oh, gosh. So I brought students my first year of teaching. And I started teaching in uh, mid mid year, so I started teaching in January. And I remember uh, looking at my well, I I started teaching where I student taught, and I remember looking at my cooperating teacher, and I was like, I want to take kids to WLC, like, what do I gotta do? Um, like, what what summer can we go so I can begin planning? And he's like, just go this summer, and I was like, but that's in like a few months. And he's like, just go. And I was like, what? This is so expensive, whatever. And he's like just take kids. So little new teacher Nikki plans this, this little trip with her with some of her officers. I got the flight dates mixed up with when the conference actually started. <laughs> and I didn't realize until I it had it was a long time until I realized um, it was still before the conference. But I realized that we flew in before the conference even started, like days before. I don't know how I messed it up. I kid you not. And then I went to him and I was like, Mr. Vanette, like I messed this up. I am so sorry. And he's like, well, do you got hotel rooms? I'm like, yeah, I got, I had hotel rooms, you guys, for this whole time. And he's like, well, I don't see a problem. And I was like, yeah, but the conference doesn't start. That's extra days. That's more money. And so like, I felt terrible. And he's like, 
I guess look up to see what it's going to take to change your flight. So we looked that up. It was going to cost thousands of dollars. And he's like, just go down early. So we figured out the schedule and we went to the things that weren't going to be covered in WLC and spent time at those. It was the best mistake I ever made. And now if I've ever gone again, I've went one other time, I, we either go early or we stay late because of that mistake, because we had, it was just a nice time to go out and do the other things that you don't have time for. Because as an advisor, you are pretty hands off once you get there. There are staff that do room checks, take care of them. It's kind of weird because once you get there and you like, let the little ducklings go, right? They don't need you. And you're going to be like, oh, do you need anything? Like, are you having fun? They don't want to talk to you anymore once you're there because they'll have met a friend and they're just going to be like ag teacher who, and you just watch them do their cradle the magic. So that's my favorite part is because you get them down there and they're scared to begin with, but then they don't need you at all. So be prepared for that if you've never taken kids, because it is very different than anything else. They just go and do. Um, but that allows you to do that um, advisor programming, which I think is great. Um, so it is, it's fun um, to sit back and watch your kids. Even if they've been to DC, this is still just way different. Um, I also love if you have a chance to schedule time with your legislators when you're down there. Uh, my kids loved that. And it, like the political stuff aside, I don't care what affiliation you are. My kids didn't either. Although some of them are very heavy one way or the other, the fact that they get to go sit in an office with these very, very special people that are actually pretty down to earth and just talk to them is, is a good opportunity. So that if, if I ever were to take kids again, I would always make sure to schedule time um, if you can with your, your legislators. Um, so those would be my highlights, but um, Justin, what's your advice? Teachers, might not know if they want to take kids, they've never taken them before, or it's been a few years. What's your advice uh, for anyone on the fence about if they should attend? Yeah, I guess the best way to answer this is kind of providing the why behind WLC, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll have to say that WLC is truly a program that can impact your students' lives and impact it for the better. You know, you've both talked about it from both perspective, a student perspective and a, um, a, a teacher perspective. And I myself never got to attend WLC. I was a facilitator. And now that I've gotten the chance to work with it, I've kind of seen it on the backside. And every single year we have such, uh, we, we make such an impact in students' lives. And I know that sounds kind of cliche and kind of selfish, I guess, on the back end, but it really does make such an impact in your students' lives. Um, you know, we have such an outstanding group of facilitators um, who are committed to making certain that your students have a great trip, uh, they're safe, and that they're getting something out of it. Um, so I don't, I guess my advice is just, if you're on the fence, give it a shot. Um, if you need support, there are so many um, uh, alumni programs or so many other companies who would be willing to offer scholarships and that you could work with. And you could help your students fundraise. And if your students really want to go, then they can find ways to fundraise themselves. I just really, really encourage everyone out there listening today to give this a shot because I promise you that you will get something out of it. But more importantly, 
the reason we're all here is to serve our students. And we know that our students will get something out of this fantastic program. So that would be my advice. That would be kind of my, um, if there's one thing that's keeping you on the fence about it is that it's gonna impact your students' lives. So just give it a shot uh, and make it happen uh, as best you can this summer. Yeah, so you, you also kind of touched on the advisor program already. Are there any other details um, that you wanna share for maybe an advisor who has never gone or who hasn't participated in the advisor program? Yeah, you know, not a whole lot. I did mention a little bit earlier that there will be advisor programming that happens um, this summer. We have um, an education coordinator and her responsibility, her name is Shelby, she's wonderful. Uh, her responsibility is to manage uh, the advisor program. So she'll be developing some content, working with me to make sure that um, there are plans, um, whether those be professional development uh, activities or tours for our advisors or, or whatever that might be, um, that is going to be developed. But something that Nikki mentioned earlier that I was going to throw in is that once you get your students there, uh, it is pretty hands off for the advisors. Of course, we want you there in case of emergencies, and hopefully that never happens. Um, but really, that's the only time that your students are going to need you is if something goes wrong. And that's a very rare thing that happens because our, our facilitators, um, they do their bed checks. They, they lead them to the metro. They get them where they need to be, and they are 100% responsible for your students while they are there. So that's another thing that I think maybe would um, encourage some, some teachers as well is that you're going to get a lot out of it. You're going to get to participate in this advisor program, and your students are going to kind of be out on their own with our trained facilitators. So I don't have a whole lot of details uh, on the advisor program right now, but just know that that is coming, and that's something that you can definitely look forward to, and it will be beneficial for your time. And we know Shelby Ball, so shout out Shelby. Mm -hmm. um, if if she's involved with it, teachers, it's gonna be it's gonna be fabulous. So, um, okay, where where's the best place for the most up to date information? Because you said multiple times, as of this, as of right now, it's this, but things can change. People listening, so you are aware, it is February twenty first, so. If you're listening to this two weeks later, reference these materials because something may have changed. So where's the best place to get the up-to-date information? Yes, absolutely. So ffa.org backslash WLC um, is our homepage. Uh, we're constantly updating that page. And if you scroll down a little bit on that page, you'll see a button that says general resources, and that will link you to a box folder. Um, and inside that are all the documents, all the frequently asked questions, all those price, the pricing structure that I talked about earlier, the dates that I talked about earlier, and then really anything that is going to be continuing to change and update. Um, fingers crossed that not a lot changes at this point, but again, who knows in the world that we're living in, right? Um, all of that will be housed there. Additionally, um, myself and my colleague Stephanie um, are constantly, this time of year especially, constantly checking the WLC inbox. So WLC at FFA.org uh, will get you directly to either myself or Stephanie, and we will be happy to answer any questions that you might have about this program. Um, I do want to mention that uh, registration is opening in just a couple of weeks. Uh, so general registration, if anyone is interested, uh, reach out to us, ask us all the questions, but general registration opens on March 8th, Tuesday, March 8th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so we'll be uh, we'll be available to answer any questions and help you through that registration process. Um, again, the exact steps on how to go through registering, head on over to that general resources folder and you should be able to find the information there. There's literally everything in this resource folder, you guys. If first year teacher Nikki could figure this out, anyone can. There's a chaperone packet, student packet. So. You're gonna have to, you know, get all this stuff together. So these parents, right, know you're gonna take their kid and have all the information they need. It's a lot of it's done for you already. Um, schedule, 
how to register, frequently asked questions. They even have student resources, um, help you fundraise. There's general resources. There's just so, so many options mm -hmm. um, for you guys planning. So any other frequently asked questions that you get, like what's the most frequently asked question that comes through your email about WLC? Yeah. Yeah, well, so this time of year, well, I guess I should say, once registration opens, we always get the question of, do you have spots available? And I'm just going to go ahead and say, yes, we have so many spots available, y'all. So please, if you are interested, hop on, get registered, come on out. Let's have a great summer. Uh, and hopefully uh, we'll see you all in D.C. Um, starting in starting in June. So um, that's our most frequently asked question. And uh, for the sake of just sharing it, plenty of spots available. So we would love to see you all out there. But weeks do fill up, right? Absolutely. They, they do. do. So <laughs> register. If you know you're going, register on March 8th. Mm -hmm. What was the time that it opened? Uh, yep. March 8th, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're listening on, if you're any of our West Coast friends listening, um, you'll need to adjust your clocks accordingly. But yes, yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern time is when we will go live. Well, Justin, thanks so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, I know everybody's been waiting to hear some of this information. And um, for, for those of you listening, ffa.org slash WLC is the place to go. We've also linked the resource folder and, this, and the website in our show notes. So you can check that out. If you have questions, um, you can reach out to WLC at ffa.org. They're going to answer all your questions. Um, Justin and his team are so great. Um, and they're just basically honorary ag teachers. So they'll, they'll walk you through um, and help you out. Um, remember registration opens March 8th, 6 p.m. Eastern time, write it on your calendars um, and then go and have a, have a blast with your kids. So Justin, thanks so much for being here with us. We appreciate it. Um, everybody listening, like here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to be a guest like Justin, or you have a future topic idea you're interested in learning more about, please reach out to here by the Owl on social media. Thanks for being here.